and welcome to Revengers Friends from Work on the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish content to share with the world. The opinions expressed in this episode are my own. Please enjoy the show. You're listening to Revengers Friends from Work, the podcast, with your host, Christina Zellin. In this episode of Revengers Friends from Work, the podcast, I will be discussing Marvel's first hit TV show of 2021, WandaVision. This episode will be the first in a mini-series where I talk about each of the TV shows and movies of 2021. So, who's back? I didn't expect to be making more episodes, as I said in the last one, because the class was ending where I could make these, but I got put in a concentrated study now where I could continue making these episodes, so you'll get episodes between now and June. So, yay! All right. Now on to the actual talking about WandaVision. So like I did in my episode four, where I kind of like ranked like some of the movies that are like my favorite, I'm going to go over four things. I'm going to go over the plot. I'm going to go over like powerful, like my opinion, powerful scenes, characters, and just the overall enjoyment of it. And I'm basically just going to do that for everything that came out in 2021 for Marvel. So WandaVision's up first. So plot. To me, the plot was Wanda dealing with her trauma caused by Vision's death and fully embracing who she is. She created the Hex because she wanted this perfect life of Vision. She didn't want any outside trouble and she just wanted to be settled down in a nice little suburban area and just forget all the Avenger stuff, kind of forget that Vision died and just live life. She wanted to live, laugh, love and she can't live, laugh, love if Vision's dead. It was great character development for Wanda, and it helped set up Doctor Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I am so freaking excited to see her in. I'm just really excited for the movie in general. But you see, like the episodes leading up to the finale, like especially the end of episode seven, like when Agatha's big reveal, and we get to hear the iconic song Agatha all along. I freaking love that song. Between the end of episode seven and on, it was just so freaking good. Those are my favorite three episodes of the series. I did like the Halloween special, kind of because it starts to get like a little bit more trippy, I'm gonna say, because we have our our fake Pietro in that episode. We see visions start to get like closer towards like the edge of the hex and people are starting to like act weird and he meets Agatha. I mean, like he's met her before, but like he starts to realize that something's kind of wrong. And he's really suspecting that Wanda has foul play in it, which he'd be correct. So those three episodes were just really, really good. So you have Wanda and Agatha in episode eight, just kind of going back in time and revisiting Wanda's past. And it's great for us as the viewers because we just see Wanda and Pietro, first of all, at the end of The Winter Soldier. And then we see them again in Age of Ultron. And then there's like, boom, there's these two people, they're twins, they have powers. Go with it. And we've kind of been going with that and we're just like, okay, they have powers. We never really got to figure out how it happened until we saw this. So we so like we heard we heard bits and pieces of it. Like Pietro told Ultron how like their their building collapsed on them and they have bombs going off and they sat under their bed for two days straight staring at the bomb. They're like, but it didn't go off for some reason until Tony Stark made it. Blah 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 and so on and so on and so forth. We got the bits and details of it. But we didn't actually get to see it. Now we finally actually got to see it. And we saw Wanda's time with Hydra and we saw how she got exposed to the Mind Stone and we saw her see her own vision of her fullest potential, which got me really excited. I was like, is this like a costume reveal kind of? And it was. 
and it was just really freaking cool to see. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like they predicted this, like Wanda got to see what her like fullest potential can look like. And it was just, I love her costume. Her costume is so freaking cool. It's like, cause Elizabeth Olsen has been like begging for years now. I'm like, can we please have a costume that like shows less skin? Like she has been preaching that ever since, I don't even know what. I don't know if it was since Age of Ultron or definitely I think it was Civil War and after, but she has been preaching and preaching and she finally got what she wanted. And it's a great costume. Like it's, it's probably my favorite costume of hers. It looks so freaking good. Powerful scenes. Uh, there's quite, there's quite a few, but here's are the big ones in my mind. Of course, I get this big reveal. Now, like I said before, I don't read the comics. I think I've made that very clear. So I didn't know who this Agatha Harkness person was because I just saw everyone online be like, oh, Agnes, Agatha. Like it was very similar names. So a lot of people were already putting the pieces together. I mean, I'm just sitting there like, okay, if they say so, it must be true kind of thing. And they ended up being right. I mean, I to me, if I did know about Agatha before, I think I probably would have been like, oh, Agnes, Agatha, because they're very similar names, like I said before. But... I didn't know Agatha and just like, like I saw pictures of her in comics and she looked like a really old lady and then seeing Ag Agnes now be like looking like her thirties or something like that. I was like, Oh, okay. That's a little different, interesting take on the character, but that's fine. So that was really cool just to see her. And she's just like, Oh, you're mine now, Wanda. You're going to go in my witchy little basement. And trust me, you don't know how many times I rewatched that scene just to try and find just something because she had like the, runes like up on the walls she had a bunch of stuff on like the counter and i was looking in like a like a bookcase that she had or like like a glass like a glass kind of like i don't know what the word is and i'm like looking on that and i'm looking all over i'm like what I'm, like there has to be something here like there there's no doubt in my mind that's so, that something has to be here some some easter egg because that's what marvel has turned me into now Rewatching literally just the scene panning around the room i'm like what is there i know i like i know something's there and i was trying to find like, once I saw that she said that she, like, got this book from, like, the Sorcerer Supreme, whatever, knowing me, I went back and watched Doctor Strange, and I just basically went through all the library scenes. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? I'm like, I'm like, I know I marvel. They, they had to do it, and they freaking did it. They pan over to a certain bookshelf that it's like, oh, Wong was explaining that these were the most powerful, like, books, and one was missing. Do you realize that Doctor Strange came out in 2017? 2017? It's either 2016, I think it's 2017. Regardless, these people plan stuff out so far in advance that movies literally, what? 2017, 2018, 2019, Four years later, four years later, is like making a reference to it now. If that isn't planning ahead, then I don't know what is. But regardless, they just, uh, that's why I'm looking so hard because they do stuff like that. And apparently I have to go back and watch earlier movies to figure out what kind of planning they're doing because they don't like to just give it away right there. You gotta look for it. So another great scene was, of course, Wanda becoming the Scarlet Witch and seeing her full her full power. She was fighting Agatha in a freaking like sweatsuit. <laughs> like she had sweatpants and like a little like zip up jacket on. She had like a tank top. So like she was just like going like hardcore on this lady in like her pajamas. That's just like a girl boss moment, first of all. But like, we finally got to see her even before she like fully became the Scarlet Witch. She was using like new powers that we haven't even like seen her use before. Like Shadi just like teleported out of like nowhere. 
we've never seen her be able to do that. She's just like kind of finally learning just like from Agatha fighting her. She's kind of like a learning, like a learning fighter. She sees Agatha do it. She's like, ah, I could probably do this. And then she freaking did it. But one of the things I'm happy I finally got to see her do is do her little witchy run. She hasn't really done her little witchy run since Age of Ultron. I was like, ooh, Wanda's little witchy run is back. That's so cool. <laughs> I love it when she does that. And of course, her girl boss mode is like, I don't need you to tell me who I am. And then it's just like, bam, girl boss. So yeah, she, it was just so cool. Like you could literally <laughs> feel bad for my mom because she was watching it with me and you just literally hear me screaming, oh my God, she's getting her new costume. I was like, yeah, go girl. I was so freaking happy for her. I was like, what a girl boss moment. You have Monica getting her powers and kind of like looking into her past, which I thought was really cool. Cause like you got to hear like snippets of her voice. You got to hear her snippets of her mom's voice. You got to hear like a lot of snippets of Carol's voice. Because Carol had a huge impact on her life even before she got powers and became Captain Marvel. Like, she was just a big part of her life there. So that was cool to just kind of go back and, like, while she's doing it. And she's kind of just, like, going with it. She's like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing, but um, I'm going to jump in front of these kids who are about to get shot. And hopefully that'll be okay. Oh, look at that. The bullets kind of just went through me and not did any damage. That's cool. But I just want to talk about, was Hayward really about to shoot? Like, they, they couldn't have been older than five. Maybe, maybe six or seven. I would say between five and seven. This man was actually about to pull a gun on these five to seven-year-olds. What is wrong with him? And then Darcy's out here doing God's work and freaking hitting him with the funnel cake truck. She's like, have fun in prison. That trio of Monica, Darcy, and Jimmy, they, they need their own spinoff show because they, they were one of the funniest trios in the MCU. Don't let me around. There's a lot of good trios. We have the three Spider-Men. We have... Thor, Steve, and Tony. And then we have these three. Those three are like one of the most iconic trios and they need their own spinoff show. So, and then the last powerful scene that I have to say, the one that made me cry a little bit was Wanda and Vision like saying goodbye. And I, I can't, don't yell at me. I can't remember Tommy versus Billy, which one is which and which one has which power. I honestly couldn't tell you. Like if I looked at them like, oh, that one has the super speed and that one has like the Wanda's powers. Could not tell you what their names are though. I could not tell you which one's which. I know one of them had like mind reading powers because it kind of had like Wanda's powers with the telekinesis. Uh, he definitely knew what was happening that he was kind of quote unquote about to die and like the hex was disappearing. But the one thing that Wanda said in that scene that kind of confused me and kind of still confuses me to this day is she says, thanks for choosing me to be your mom. Which I was kind of confused. I was like, what do you mean by choosing? Like, that just seemed like an odd choice of words, and I still don't know what it means. So, year later, still don't know what it means. I don't know if I'll ever know what it means. Maybe we'll figure out in Multiverse of Madness. Who knows? So, Wanda and Vision having to say goodbye was arguably one of the most saddest scenes because she already had to say goodbye to him, and, like, she killed him. And now she's essentially killing him again. And you wonder why this woman has trauma. She's, like, having to kill and watch her husband die, like, three times now. I guess it's two. Well, actually, no, it is three because she killed him first. Thanos went back and killed him again. And now she's essentially killing him again. So yeah, three times. Wanda's, have, Wanda's watching this man die. And he's just like, well, we'll, well, he's like, we'll see each other again. He's like, just because we're saying goodbye now doesn't mean we'll, we'll say hello again. And it was really freaking cute and really sad. And then you basically just see that everything just disappear. And Wanda's like right back where she started. She's right back in a little town in Westview in New Jersey, my home state. I was so excited when I saw this New Jersey. I was like, yeah, Jersey represent. So now Wanda's just back 
to literally just cement forming a house because that's where she's that's that's where it started and that's how it ended and her little red toyota is just sitting there just like she pulled up i don't think the plans to the house was still there like i think that kind of just went away like that was really sad when she opened that for the first time and i just saw that i i immediately started crying i was like the fact that vision bought her a house or like we're planning to make a house and then literally sat down with this red marker and it says to grow old and with V and like sat there and like put a little heart around it. It's like the cutest, mo most saddest thing ever. And I was just like, oh, Vision. <laughs> because some, like a lot of people say that like robots don't have emotion, which I guess in our world isn't really true unless somebody creates that. So good for whoever is going to create that because somebody will eventually if it's not already been created. But the fact that like this... He has like hit the mindset, like he can feel human emotions and he felt love and he just put it on a piece of paper and then gave it to Wanda after he died and I was like actually crying. So the next thing I'm gonna talk about is characters. Even though I kind of already talked about it, I'm just gonna like circle back and like kind of go into more detail about each individual person. We got to see Wanda get what she finally wanted with Vision, just a chance to settle down and have a normal life and have a family and just leave all the superhero stuff fine because Wanda kind of got dragged into this and now she's like, okay guys, all right, enough. We we fought the Mad Titan. I got to kick his butt a little bit. You know, she could have killed him. Monica even said it herself. She's like, yeah, she would have killed him if she didn't like send a blitz on them, which I think is true. She just kind of wants to like, okay, we're done with that. Goodbye. Let me live in my little town. All its little townspeople who I enslaved, but it's fine. They get to live their normal lives. And for a while, Wanda was in denial about what was really going on outside the hex. She just kind of covered it up and she's like, oh, well, it's she's like, it's fine, whatever. I, It's my little reality. Let me just live in it. And once she finally got confronted about it, she was very much defensive. <laughs> like, hey, we're sending that drone in there. She did not appreciate that. She was out for blood, that woman was. She's like, nope. She's like, get out. <laughs> she's like, get out. She's like, she literally said, like, I won't bother, she's like, you don't bother me, I won't bother you. So she was perfectly content. If everybody just left her alone and her little hex, everything would have been peachy. But unfortunately, there were real people in there being kind of brainwashed to kind of do whatever Wanda said. So obviously they wouldn't let that just stand. So when people tried to confront her, like even Vision, like people inside the Hex now, Vision tried to confront her about it. Monica went back in after already, after already willingly going in there once, Wanda kicked her out. She went back in again and Wanda's like, okay, that's it, goodbye. Like <laughs> Wanda was so done with Monica. She's just like, okay, get out. Even though like the first time that Monica like went in there, like, I'm going to say she, quote unquote, like, transformed into, like, one of the townspeople. And I think it was episode three where Wanda had her children and Monica was there helping her. She kind of, like, I want to say broke character a little bit. Because that's kind of what they were in Wanda's mind. They were kind of just, like, characters in their little sitcom. She broke character a little bit and kind of got Wanda thinking. And then Monica started to, like, remember more. And that's when Wanda kicked her out. She's like, okay, you know too much. Goodbye. And then, so that's why, that's how Monica got her power. She freaking went through that hex like a million times. She went one, two, three, like she went at least three times. So no wonder, like if you go through a magic barrier three times, you probably would get powers. So Wanda was basically just really in denial. She like, Vision like starts to catch on 
because Norman starts to like, I can't remember exactly how he did it. I think he like touched Norman's head and he uses his little like mind stone power. So I guess, did, I don't know if that was like a real mind stone, kind of like an artificial mind stone. Regardless, Vision had his powers and Norman, he kind of like got Norman out of the hex. Like he got him out of that state of mind. And, like, Norman was kind of, like, pleading for help with them. And then Vision kind of, like, put him back. He's like, okay, that definitely wasn't supposed to happen. And then Vision started questing it once he got closer to the border. And you saw just people just freezing in time. And he's just like, okay, Wanda. He's like, what's outside of Westview? What, what, is, what is out of here? Because something's definitely wrong in here. And then it had, like, this huge fight about it. And then you just kind of see in episode seven, like, the kids are asking, oh, where is Dad? She goes, she goes, I don't know. I don't She basically said, I don't really care where he is. So Wanda's just kind of like pushing everyone away, just trying to help her. She pushed Monica away. She definitely pushed Hayward away. And then she pushed Vision away. And so now people are like, okay, this something is definitely up because Wanda is getting too defensive and is pushing away everybody who keeps asking why this place is like this. Vision, on the other hand, he, quote unquote, I say quote unquote, tries to help Wanda out by acting normal and not attracting attention to himself by using his powers or acting out of the ordinary. I say, quote unquote, tries because she's in control of them. Because in her mind, that's that's Vision. She's saying that he has like f- like free control over his body. He doesn't. She, she flat out made him, and we saw that in episode eight. So Wanda's kind of like controlling Vision, even though we really don't see it directly, and I don't even think Vision really knows it that much. So she's kind of like roping him back in, like, okay, we're attracting too much attention to ourselves. Chill out, kind of thing. And Vision just kind of starts to catch on, and... Wanda just doesn't like that. So then Monica, on the other hand, she tries to take after her mother being like a fearless woman and trying to help out people in any way she can. She wanted to follow in her mom's footsteps because we see in episode four when Monica gets blipped back that her mother actually died. I think what happened was Monica's, I can't remember what her name is. I feel bad. Her mother didn't get blipped and she died in that period of time. And then Monica came back from the blip and found out she was already dead. So she kind of wanted just just to take after her mother's footsteps, kind of like be fearless and just kind of help, just kind of help people because that's what her mom always did. And she wanted to help Wanda. And so she was the one when Hayward finally confronted her. He's like, okay, well, what do you like? She's like, what do you want? Like, we'll, we'll try and help you. And Wanda's like, well, I already have what I want. So you guys can't help me in any way. Bye. That's basically what she said. Monica's trying to constantly help Wanda and telling her that if like she'll help her if she lets like the townspeople free which Wanda does not do. Wanda doesn't want to do it. She's perfectly fine in her little world. She's living as a material girl. So she's just chilling and Monica's like, okay, well, obviously no one's going to reason with her. That's just not happening. So obviously someone's going to actually have to do something in order for her to kind of snap out of it. Well, she finally kind of snapped out of it herself and realized that she was going to have to take it down. So yay character development for not being in denial about your husband's death. So the overall enjoyment of the show, I really enjoyed this show. I wasn't a huge fan of the first two episodes because it was like purely just sitcom and it wasn't really like anything like too special. I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I first saw this commercial like in December for the show, I wasn't even sure if I was going to watch it or not because it wasn't a movie. I was like, "Eh, I don't know. I might watch it. You know, I don't know if it's going to be any good or not. I'm just so stupid. <laughs> like, I wasn't, like, I was a fan. Like, I really was a big fan of Marvel, but I wasn't, like, hardcore, deep under fan at that point in time. Well, now I am. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here making a podcast about it if I wasn't. But I was seriously contemplating not watching it. I'm like, ah, oh, well, watch it. Give it a shot. 
my dad hated it. <laughs> like he hated the first two episodes. He's like, this is so dumb. Why are we watching this? So I'm like, well, according to people on Twitter who already got to watch the episodes, it's supposed to get better. It was kind of like we had to get past these first two. And we're like, okay, then. Which is true. We had to get past the first two episodes before it started getting juicy and whatnot. But I really like the commercials that they put in. I actually, one, <laughs> one time I actually fast forwarded through it and I was like, wait a minute. This is on Disney Plus. There is no commercial, so I had to sit back and rewind it. I'm like, I thought it was an actual commercial. And I had to sit there and like realize, I'm like, oh, wait, this is actually part of the show. And this is like Wanda having like a commercialist. So the commercials were also very interesting to see. Like, you had like a Nexus pill for like, you know, because Wanda's a Nexus being. I haven't like, I haven't rewatched the show in like months. Actually, I don't think I've actually sat there and rewatched the whole thing. I kind of like rewatched just episodes again. So I can't remember what every single commercial is. I know there was one with the toaster and it sounded like Tony's like suit powering up. I know there was a watch and I think it had like the Hydra logo on it. And then there was like a yogurt one, but it was weird. It was like a kid on an island with like a shark or something like that. Uh, I remember like the Nexus, the Nexus pill thing, but that's it. That's all the weird commercials that I remember. I don't even know. Is that the, is that all the commercials? I can't remember if that was all the commercials or not. Those are just the ones I remember. But once the um, plot started to thicken, we started to see, okay, something's, something really trippy is kind of going on. You have, like, I'm going to say right now, like, a variant of Pietro coming, even though it's not, it wasn't really Pietro. We just got, like, we were, we were all head over heels trying to figure out, oh my god, it's the Quicksilver from, like, the X-Men. Like, what does this mean? Oh my god. And then we got freaking hit with them. <laughs> we, we, we got clowned so bad. Mar Marvel just was laughing in our faces, definitely with that one. We're like, okay, guys, thank the real, real mature of you guys, Marvel, to freaking get our hopes up like that. I was sad because I kind of wanted to be like something cooler than that, but nope. Marvel played us, and we of course fell right into it, like we always do. So, like I said, the plot really thickened, and I was really interested in figuring, in trying to figure out what was going on because you know I like Sherlock Holmes. I was trying to figure out before the characters did, and. Thanks to the people on TikTok, I kind of did. I would never have figured it out on myself. But, you know, it's a, it's a communal effort to try and figure it out. But it, overall, I thought it was a really good show. It sets up a lot of stuff, especially, like, the post the second post-credit scene. It was really it was really cool. And, of course, you had people like, we see some mysterious figure coming down the side of the mountain. I thought it was strange. But the thing is, a few months ago, they went back and they, like, edited it, which I thought was because I saw an article pop up and I was like, did they really? And then I went back. I'm like, they did. They changed the post credit scene just a little bit. I think they might have taken out, like, that weird figure that you see up there. I don't know, but something about it definitely changed. And you just hear Tommy and Billy's voices just, like, calling out to Wanda. It kind of sounds like the scene in Shang-Chi where... His dad thinks, he's like, oh, your mother's calling out to me behind this wall. Like, I kind of go get her. It kind of feels like it's that all over again, but just with Wanda. So we'll have to see how that actually plays out in the Multiverse of Madness, which I'm so excited for. <laughs> Wanda's like, yay, I'm finally free to live in my cabin in the middle of the mountains. Oh, here comes Strange. <laughs> it's basically, she's like, oh, she like turns around. She goes, oh my gosh, like, what do you want? She's like, I'm sorry about Westview. He's like, okay, well, I'm not here to talk about Westview. You freed the people. We're fine. Get over it. Okay, now I need your help, like, breaking the multiverse. Come on, let's go. It's basically what he's saying. All right, guys, that's going to be it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed, and see you next time.